0: Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 40 of Hawkeye Talk with Jimmy Hawk. Just going to run through the game that just ended a few short minutes ago. The Hawkeyes dropped a bowl game 17-20 to, to the Kentucky Wildcats. The Hawkeyes looked like they were in the driver's seat, had the lead in the fourth quarter, took the lead, and then relinquished it at the end, and in a turnover at the end was it for the Hawkeyes. So, you know, if you look at this game pretty even, uh, the Hawkeyes had a really rough first half down 13-3 to at halftime, just an anemic offense. I couldn't figure out what Brian Ference was doing. The Hawkeyes kept trying to throw on first down, the quarterback that's not real accurate. And, and then you have second and 10, you run for four yards, five yards, but now you're stuck at a third and five, third and six. And the Hawkeyes, when they did start running the ball, just ran at will almost. Uh, it just a, came up came up short just a couple of times or could have just run out the clock in this game. It's just kind of remarkable to go back and think about it. But in this game, you know, the score was 20-17 to 17 after the late touchdown by Kentucky. The Hawkeyes were driving. They were almost in field goal range. Spencer Petrus is getting pressured, and the offensive line is just – Great job in this game of keeping the defenders off him and giving him a clean pocket. But in, in this case, he tried to make a play while a guy was getting a hold of him, and Ivory Kelly Martin looked like he was wide open. Would have caught it, gotten the first first down. Hawkeyes in field goal range, maybe more. You know, have a couple of shots at the end zone. Instead, the the pass was off target, and nice interception by the defensive back for Kentucky. And that was it. that was the end of the game. They just had to kneel, and it was over. So Hawkeyes had 21st downs to 24 for Kentucky. Uh, 384 yards for the Hawkeyes, 354 for Kentucky. So that, that's more offensive production than the Hawkeyes have, have gotten in, in, you know their averages just under 300. So pretty good there in the end with that great second half. but uh, 211 yards passing for the Hawkeyes: 233. For Kentucky 19 of 30 for Petras, 17 of 28 for Will Levis. And you know, Levis had the big just clutch pass at the end of the fourth quarter to Wandale Robinson that really elevated his stats there. Rushing, Iowa had 173 yards on 30 attempts, a at 5.8 yard per rush average. Kentucky 121 yards on 47 rushing attempts. A lot of that. I mean, there were a lot of sacks in this game, so some of that was sacks. Sacks really brought that that average down. 2.6 yards per rush. The running back Rodriguez for Kentucky is a really good player. Both teams did pretty good on penalties. The Hawkeyes got a really costly pass interference late in the game, gave them a the first down, gave Kentucky a first down, but and then turnovers. That's that's one where we were really thinking the Hawkeyes would win the turnover battle. The Hawkeyes with three, one for Kentucky. Now, one for the Hawkeyes was Spencer Petras through a Hail Mary at the end of the half. And you can forgive that one. He, he gave Reganey a chance to make a play. It got picked off. Um, but just had to throw it up there and give somebody a chance. But the one that's not listed here is fourth and one in the first half. Hawkeyes – Could have kicked a field goal, being aggressive and going for it, and I like that mindset. And Petrus fumbles the snap. He just had to fall forward for for half a yard. And the Hawkeyes are in business, you know, trying to get a touchdown. At least would have gotten three on the board. Instead, he fumbles it, falls down, loses a half a yard. And it's a turnover on downs. So that was really costly. Time of possession, two thirty-seven 37 minutes for the Wildcats and just 22 for the Hawkeyes, almost 38 for Kentucky. But the Hawkeyes, you know, really rough offense in the first half, and they seemed to play a lot better on the offensive side of the ball in the second half. I think the game plan was better as well. The Hawkeyes were running the football at will. Let's take a look at some of the drives, some of the key plays in this. Citrus Bowl loss for the Hawkeyes, 17-20. to Kentucky coming out on top. The Hawkeyes got the ball first. Had to punt, but actually made some nice plays there. But pretty much it was passing from Petris. And I would have liked to see the Hawkeyes trying to run the ball a little bit more. They had success on the one rush that they did, they did have in that series. Five yards by Gavin Williams. And then Kentucky went right down the field and got a touchdown. On their first possession, and the Hawkeyes have given up first possession touchdowns so many times this season. It's a really strange phenomenon. It's like Phil Parker makes his adjustments after he sees a team go right down. But this was a 13 play, 80 yard drive, took seven and a half minutes off the clock. Hawkeyes and, and the Wildcats traded punts. And then the Hawkeyes did have a bit of a, a bit of success on the offensive side of the ball and got a field goal and Kentucky came back with a, just a 14-play, 72-yard drive. Luckily, the Hawkeyes held them to a field goal there, so good red zone defense. And then, you know, hoping that the Hawkeyes could put some more points on the board in that first half. Petrus threw an interception, and that led to a field goal for the Kentucky Wildcats. It's 13-3 at halftime. Iowa's offense was not looking good at all. But Kentucky got the ball first, so that was a concern. The Hawkeyes held them to a punt. And Hawkeye, the Iowa Hawkeyes go on a seven-play, 69-yard drive all the way down to the 11-yard line. I think I said it was in the first half earlier, but it was the, the first uh, possession of the second half for the Hawkeyes. Fourth and one at the 11 the Hawkeyes are being aggressive. They're going to go for a first down. They want a touchdown here, and I, I like that. You could kick, you know, in hindsight, you can look back and say, we would have taken three points there. But you, you figure you're going to get a half a yard. Spencer Petrus fumbles the snap, falls on it for a, a loss of a half a yard maybe, and it's a turnover on downs, and that was really costly in this game. Hawkeyes drive all the way down and just get no points. Then a three and out by Kentucky, and the Hawkeyes have a nice touchdown drive. Um, third and five at the 20, a little misdirection to Arlen Bruce. He ran at 20 yards for a touchdown. Boy, we're going to love seeing him in the black and gold over the next few years. And the Hawkeye defense is still playing tough. And here come the Hawkeyes again with a touchdown, nine plays, 92 yards. And Gavin Williams was running the ball. Uh, Spencer Petrus completed some some short passes, and uh, he boy Petrus was just missing guys in this game. He he they were wide open guys, and he would throw the ball ten yards over their head. That was kind of kind of rough to watch. But the Hawkeyes just dialed up a beautiful play where Spencer passed it to Sam Laporta. He was kind of looking right. LaPorta was pretending to block on the left side, and then he released into the flat. LaPorta caught it and just ran 36 yards for the touchdown. Suddenly, the Hawkeyes are up 17-13 and feeling you know, pretty good about the game at this point because the defense has just done such a great job. Kentucky turned it over on downs, and uh, that was just kind of a, a strange sequence there that um, – The Hawkeyes, it was almost field goal range, but not quite. And it looked like it was going to be an easy first down for Kentucky. And the Hawkeyes had it held on third and two and then held on fourth and one. So just an unbelievable defensive play there at the end. Just seven minutes left in the game. You're thinking, you know, the Hawkeyes get a few first downs. They can kind of get that clock way down there and make it really difficult for Kentucky at this point. What do the Hawkeyes do? It's a three and out and a punt. And then Kentucky with an interception. And, you know, that was a huge play. Okay, the Hawkeyes have the ball back. Um, I was kind of surprised, actually, that they went for it. It was fourth and ten. And you think that Kentucky's going to punt. They went for it. It was intercepted by Jamari Harris. Um, So Hawkeyes take over. And, again, you're just thinking – all we have to do, you know, there's there's four minutes left in the game. Run a few plays, get a first down. You know, Kentucky's gonna be out of timeouts, get another first down. It is game over. Hawkeyes can get the win. It's a three and out for the Hawkeyes. And Kentucky got the ball back. They <laughs> it was punted into the end zone by Tory Taylor. And looked like a couple of times, the Hawkeyes, you know, we're going to be in good shape here. Nice sack by Lucas Van Ness uh, on 2nd and 3 to make it 3rd and 10. The Wandale Robinson just starts killing the Hawkeyes. 17-yard reception uh, on 2nd and 10 later in the drive. It's Wandale Robinson again, 10 yards for a first down. And then the, the just the killer. It was 2nd and 10 will Levis to Wandale Robinson. He makes Moss miss after he catches it right along the sideline, gets down to the one-yard line, first and goal at the one. Kentucky has a false start penalty. Really thinking the Hawkeyes have a chance now to keep them out of the end zone. But Chris Rodriguez, Jr., runs for six yards for a touchdown on the first play. And Van Valkenburg had him four yards in the backfield, could not bring him down i mean he's a heck of a runner but boy that would have been huge it would have been second and goal from the 10 yard line but since they scored right away that did give the hawkeyes plenty of time and they only needed a field goal to tie this game and get overtime and spencer petrus started it off with a a nice pass i mean just kind of shocking that that one was completed right at the sideline 12 yards to Sam Laporta, who made just a great catch and a great job getting a foot in bounds. Then incomplete to Arlen Bruce. Six yard run by Gavin Williams. Petrus to Sam Laporta for 12 yards. We're, it's at the Kentucky 45 now. First down. And pass completed to Arlen Bruce. Five yards to the Kentucky 40. The Hawkeyes are almost in field goal range. But. Spencer Petrus is being hurried. There's a guy about ready to sack him. He tries to make a play, trying to throw it to Ivory Kelly Martin, you know, who looks just wide open there, probably catches it, runs for some yards, gets a first down, makes it a pretty easy field goal for Caleb Shudak, plus the, stop, the clock would have stopped with a first down. Hawkeyes could have had a couple of shots at the end zone. But instead, it is an interception by DeAndre Square. Just a really nice interception. I mean, that was a wobbly duck out there, and he laid out, and he kept the ball from hitting the ground. So great defensive play, and that was the end of the game. Kentucky just had to kneel and secured a 20-17 victory over the Hawkeyes. The Hawkeyes fall to 10-4 and on the season. Now, let's talk about some of the storylines in this game and some of the individual statistics, starting with quarterback Spencer Petrus was named the starter in this game. There were a lot of rumors that it was going to be Padilla, then it was going to be Petrus, then it was going to be Padilla, and it ended up being Spencer Petrus. To me, that means that the coaching staff thought that Petris was going to give them a better chance to win this game, and likely Padilla will be transferring the way things go anymore with the transfer portal. I wouldn't have said that necessarily you know three or four e- years ago even, but in, in today's world that's probably it, it seems like that's that's probably going to happen. Petrus did not look sharp today. He was 19 of 30, 211 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. He oftentimes threw too late. You know, a guy's open. He waits until the defender's on top of him before he throws it. He missed guys quite often where he didn't throw it at all, and they were open. He had open guys that he threw to, and he, you know, threw it way over their head or, or at their feet. So, you know, he did, he did make some nice throws as well. But, man, you just need to be more consistent throwing the football in 19 of 30. For 211 yards and three interceptions is not going to get it done. For Kentucky, Will Levis he was 17 of 28, 233 yards. You know he was he got a lot of his yards on that last drive. Um, So the Hawkeyes did a pretty good job against him overall, and he really didn't hurt the Hawkeyes too much running the ball. I mean he had 15 carries for minus 11 yards. He did have some positive gains, but the Hawkeyes sacked him so many times that it ended up being negative. For the Hawkeyes, T. Good, Tyler Goodson is no longer a Hawkeye, and and he's going to the NFL. He opted out of the bowl game, and the Hawkeyes are in good hands. I mean, Gavin Williams is a strong runner. He had 16 carries, 98 yards, averaged 6.1 yards per carry. LaShawn Williams, 10 carries, 42 yards. Arlen Bruce... Had a couple of carries. I mean, he's just a dynamic, fun guy to watch out there. We're going to love him. He's a true freshman. We've got a few more years left of him. He had two carries, 21 yards, and that, that long touchdown, 20-yarder. Ivory Kelly-Martin also had one carry for 12 yards. So, and and Petrus only was taken down one time in this game. So good job by that offensive line in keeping the, the rush out for Kentucky. For Kentucky, Chris Rodriguez is a heck of a running back. He is a strong, strong guy. 20 carries, 107 yards, 5.4-yard average. He had a touchdown. And, man, on that last touchdown, he I don't know how he broke that tackle of Van Valkenburg, but he did, and he made it into the end zone. So, hey, you know, receiving... As with all year, it's the tight end, Sam Laporta. What a game he had. Seven receptions, 122 yards. That's a 17.4-yard average. He had the 36-yard touchdown. And then the other tight end, Luke Lachey, two catches, 27 yards. Arlen Bruce, four catches, 24 yards. Ivory Kelly Martin, two for 17. Gavin Williams had a couple out of the backfield, two for 14. But, you know. I don't know for whatever reason Petrus just does not seem to throw to the wide receivers enough. I mean, no catches for any wide receiver. Well, Jackson Ritter had one catch for 4 yards, and then Arlen Bruce had the four catches, but nothing from Charlie Jones, nothing from Reganey. So, I don't know. He 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 really seems to kind of hit that check down a lot and really goes for the tight ends. For Kentucky, it was Juan Dale Robinson. You know, he killed the Hawkeyes late with that 52-yard catch down to the one-yard line. He had 10 catches, 170 of their 233 receiving yards. And he had 94, I think it was, receptions coming into the game. So you knew he was going to be just a huge part of their offense. Kentucky, you know, they, they've been turning the ball over, and they just didn't do it in this game. Mari Harris had the one interception, but that was on a fourth and ten, uh, so Levis had to get rid of it. If it was an incomplete, the Hawkeyes would have gotten the ball. So, you know that was a that was a great play by Harris, um, but no fumbles, and they've been very prone to fumbling the football, and three interceptions for Kentucky. So losing that turnover battle that was just huge. That's one thing. I mean, that's what I thought the Hawkeyes needed to win this game. You know, the Hawkeyes. I've had so many interceptions this year. They've done a great job in that turnover margin, and they lost that in this game and Kentucky's the other way around. The Kentucky is one of the worst teams in the nation in turnover margin, so who knows how how these things play out? Charlie Jones you know didn't get a whole lot of action in this one he He only was able to return one punt, just three yards he He tried to take a couple of them out of the end zone on kickoffs and, and didn't get very far. So that that didn't really happen. Shudak had a had a field goal. Uh, so he was one of one, uh, made both of his extra points. Tory Taylor had four punts, averaged 50 yards, but had a couple of them go into the end zone for touchbacks. So that's it. The hot guys lose 20 to 17 in the Citrus Bowl. Fun January one bowl game. Would have been fun to be there in the 84-degree temperatures instead of the, the snow and cold where I am right now. But didn't make the trip this year. And, you know, it just didn't turn out how Hawkeye fans hoped it would. The 15th-ranked Hawkeyes against the 22nd-ranked Kentucky Wildcats. So probably about swap positions or, or close to that after this game. But, you know, it was a good season for the Hawkeyes, 10-4. and four. Had the two losses in the middle of the season that were frustrating against Purdue and Wisconsin, where the offense was just so stagnant, and then the rough Big Ten championship game against Michigan, who just got throttled yesterday by by Georgia, it's kind of a shocker to me. But the uh, Hawkeyes end the season with two losses. That was disappointing to go ten and four after being ten and two. But you know the things that I I predicted that the Hawkeyes would win a close one here. Um, I thought the Hawkeyes would get another touchdown, actually, than than they did. But really, if you look at this game, you know, the Hawkeyes' defense played pretty well, other than that one drive, and then the last drive of the game for Kentucky. And they gave up the long pass to Wandale Robinson, who is just such a threat for them. So that was disappointing, but the Hawkeyes ran the ball well. That was good. Tyler Goodson not in this game i think the future is really bright there the big question mark going forward is what are the hawkeyes going to do at quarterback you know is is padilla going to come back and try to take that job i don't think that's too likely you never know um is joey labus is he ready to come in and really compete with petrus and win that job as a red shirt freshman so that's going to be a huge storyline going into next season especially you know, Spencer Petras just did not play consistently at all in this game, and the Hawkeyes could have won this game by 10 points, I think, if, if the offense could have gotten going a little bit earlier with, with some better passing as well as some better play-calling. I mean, I thought play-calling in the second half was, was exceptional. In the first half, I just couldn't figure out why they weren't running the ball, running the ball, running the ball, doing what the Hawkeyes do. But overall, hey, we'll take a 10-win season. Uh, didn't quite end up with that bull win. The Hawkeyes had won three in a row, they lose this one. And hopefully, next year will be a really good season. You know, Hawkeyes have a lot of young players that are coming back next year, and I think the future is really bright. They just need to figure out that quarterback position. So, happy 2022, everyone. Didn't get the win this time, but let's keep grinding in 2022. The we'll football season will be here before we know it, right? Time flies, so go Hawks!